Hi everyone, I'm Coco Moret, lifestyle editor of Tatler Singapore. You're listening to Decoding Brilliance, our new podcast series in partnership with Tiffany and Co. Here, we dive deep into the illuminating realms of jewelry, the social impact of gems, languages of love, masterful craftsmanship, and innovative design, marrying precious moments with precious stones. On today's episode of Decoding Brilliance, we're talking about family heirlooms and the value of diamonds and jewelry. We're joined today by a gorgeous mother and daughter duo who are known for their sense of style and gracious etiquette. We'll be talking with them about the enduring legacy of a well-crafted piece of jewelry, the meanings, values, and experiences we associate with precious gems, and the bonds that are built by passing jewelry on to future generations. So we are here with Astri Ratner and her 12-year-old daughter, Myla. And today we're going to be talking about the enduring legacy of well-crafted pieces of jewelry, their meanings, values, and the experiences that we associate with jewelry. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Hello. So, Astri, when did you first start getting interested in jewelry? I must have been six or seven. Um, I loved watching my mother get ready for events. But I think what was most memorable for me was watching her get ready for traditional uh, ceremonies because that's where I get to see all of the heirloom pieces. You know, each one of them had so many amazing history. So I think around that age, yes, six, seven-ish. Can you tell me about some of these pieces, the kind of ceremonial events you remember her going to? I think, you know, for weddings or for... I'm Javanese, so there's so many... um, uh, there's so many traditions and ceremonies that we have to go through, like the, the the blessing and then the actual wedding day. So when she would attend all these events, um, she would have have to wear special pieces with, I don't know, if this the, the detail of the, each meaning of them. But I think it's because it's represent the the family um, story behind the, the the pieces them she wore, which was really nice. Yeah, they must be really kind of beautiful and ornate and yes. super detailed. Yes quite yes. rare from the modern jewelry that yes, we see today. absolutely, absolutely. I love the the, the, the detailing and the cut of the diamond, you know, because mm. it's the, what, what do they call it, the raw cut? Raw cut, yeah, yes. That's yeah. right, yeah, just beautiful. What about the first jewelry piece that you bought for yourself that you were particularly excited about? Hmm, um, I would say it would be pearl earrings. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a classic. Yeah, Okay. I think... Um, I'm a June baby, so that's my stone, right? So mm-hmm. I think I got my first pearl earrings in Japan with my mom, which is really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's really special. Yeah. And then, uh, Myla, you were telling me about, I guess, one of your first special jewelry pieces, which is actually a Tiffany necklace that you got on one of your birthdays. Can you tell me about that? Mm, I got it for my 12th birthday. Yeah. I'm um, no, not 12, 10. 10 for <laughs> I'm 12 now, yeah. And did your mom buy that for you? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes, she did. Did you choose it yourself or was this something it that you chose? It was a surprise. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you remember how you felt when you opened the box and saw the jewelry? I was really excited to see the Tiffany blue box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I opened it and I saw a necklace and I was so happy. I like the meaning behind the smile necklace. You know, I feel like it was almost like a symbolic present for her. In, in Indonesia, you know, after you turn 10, 11, 12, it's a big deal. And, you know, I wanted her to wear it and think of, you know, being positive and happy. That's a really sweet yeah. message. But it's all she can only wear it on very special occasions. Special right? occasions only? Yeah. 
Is your mom teaching you how to properly take care of your jewelry? Yes. Yes, that's important. <laughs> she's very good. She's very diligent with her things, which I'm very proud to see her, my love. She can organize mama's jewelry cabinet. Yeah. Oh, really? color coordinate. <laughs> really? Wait, tell me about that. What? Why do you like doing that or what? Because what she, has, she has this really big box in her room and she has tons of jewelry in it. And I like to go through it because sometimes I like to see which are my favorites. So she has this ring <laughs> and it's a butterfly on it. And it's oh. my favorite ring. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you have any other favorite pieces from your mom's jewelry box? She has these hoop earrings that are that big. And they're also my favorite. That's amazing. I, she's coming for your jewelry, Mama. I know. <laughs> oh, Mama. But jewelry does have that like amazing way of, I guess, bonding like mother and daughter. Like you said, you know, your uh, mom and her ceremonial jewelry. Yes. And now Myla really sort of enjoying going through your really special pieces. Um, yeah, tell me about how you guys bond over these pieces and stories behind them. You know, I think for me, uh, I, I, as I get older with having my children, I buy, or at least the things, the pieces that I have. And when I buy new pieces, I always think about, well, you know, when and how I'm going to give it to them. So I have a collection. I actually have a journal, which maybe I shouldn't be telling you this, my love. But anyway, <laughs> I have a journal that I've kept for all the, little, the pieces that I will give her at some point with a story behind each piece. Um, so for, for her big milestones, like her, when she turns... 18 and hopefully when she graduates from uni or in her engagement day and things like that so I'm already kind of collecting all the pieces oh that's yeah. so special yeah. and did you inherit a lot of pieces from your mother as well yes yes I'm very well we're family if we're, we're three uh, girls in the family I so see. we have to share <laughs> but I'm, I'm very I'm very very lucky I got some really beautiful pieces yeah is that journaling and milestone something that your mother did for you as well um, not really. I, but she's all, she's very much, you know, she, she loves keeping jewelry for us, obviously, with the story behind it. But journaling is more of my thing. And I think it's just so special one day when she get to have these jewelry. There's a story behind it. It's a lot more meaningful, right? Aside from heirloom pieces, which we've been talking about, what kind of jewelry do you generally like to buy for yourself? Diamonds. <laughs> Who doesn't like diamonds? No, pearls, pearls and diamonds. Pearls and diamonds. More of what I kind of gravitate towards. Okay. Yeah. 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 And what about you, Myla? Have you sort of started to figure out what sort of jewelry you like to wear? What stones you like? Mm, like mommy, I like pearl necklaces and pearl earrings. And I also like diamonds as well. <laughs> Especially when they come in the form of a smile, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then mothers and daughters come from different generations with different styles. Do you ever share jewelry with each other? Yes, I do, actually. She gets to wear it. Right, Bobby? Yeah. I think she gives me more of her jewelry than I give her my jewelry. <laughs> Can you tell me about a special occasion where your mom let you wear one of her pieces or a couple of your pieces? Um, I think she let me wear one of her earrings one time, or I took them. Because <laughs> when she's gone out for dinners, I go in, just not all the time, but sometimes I go into her um, jewelry stuff, and then I'll go try on her necklaces and stuff. 
Um, and maybe tell me about something that you have recently bought that you really are excited about. I actually like buying little gifts for myself, you know, when I finish a big project, because I think I like my life to see also that you don't have to wait for someone to buy you a present. You know, you should be independent. And if you feel like you've done well, you should, you know, give yourself a lovely present. For sure. I think yeah. that's an important lesson to learn, especially since for such a long time, people have had this idea, especially women, where jewelry is a gift from men to absolutely, us. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head where it's like, okay, we as women should celebrate our wins yes. with something that's long lasting and meaningful and even possibly that we can pass down as something special to exactly. our own children. Exactly. And you when you wear it, you know, you you wear it with so much pride, right? Yeah. You know that you bought it and and there's a special meaning behind it. You know, so when I wear it, you know, the neck the earrings that I just bought, I'm just so happy. Yeah. You know, I, I did you know, I worked very hard for it, so. <laughs> <laughs> you earned it. Exactly, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so now when buying jewelry, do you consider their potential as heirloom pieces? Yes, yes. for sure, for okay. sure. How has that changed the way that you observe jewelry or select jewelry? I mean, I've always, I think I, I, I always like the idea of buying something that's timeless. Um, and also the stones, right? Uh, it, it's, it's very important. But, but over the years, I've noticed things I kind of really, I, I really feel like things that are, that I like are, I always think about, you know, when can Mila wear these pieces? Um, maybe when I was younger, I'd probably buy it for special events or something like that. I don't do that anymore now. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's a special thing about jewelry. I think sometimes people look at jewelry and think it's something that's kind of, I don't know, surface level. But I think there's there's something really long lasting and special about yes, for sure. good quality jewelry. Absolutely. And you yeah. know, I think that I'm a big believer in energies. Like you can mm. transfer your your love to yeah. your loved one, your children, your grandchildren through your, your jewelries, right? Which is wonderful. That's very true, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially when it's something that you wear almost daily. Yes, absolutely. Um, it really picks up on, on your energy. Yes, I think exactly. that's why sometimes when you go to, say, like, fortune they, tellers, yes. they'll ask for your, they're like, exactly. can I hold your necklace? Or yes. how often do you wear those earrings? Yes. And they sort of read off of that, so. Which is amazing, isn't it, when yeah. you think about it? That's why you also have to be very careful when you buy vintage one time, me and my mom were going into the shop and then they had all these jewelries and I walked in and I had a really bad headache. I don't know why, it was just really painful and then I walked out and I was fine. Wow. <laughs> so on that topic, how do you feel when you wear a piece that belongs to your mom? Or Wonderful. I feel, <laughs> I feel very grown up and special. That's really sweet. <laughs> and also with you, like when you wear your mother's jewelry, oh, yeah, how do you absolutely. feel? I mean, you know, what's so her energy it's, like? It's very calming, very, very calming. I had a, I'm going to share a, a little story about a jewelry that I lost. My, actually, my wedding ring was stolen for me a few years ago, and um, it was a Tiffany ring, which was very precious to me. I was devastated and I was so upset for months and months. And then my mother just said, this is how my mom is. She said, you know, Astrid, I know you're sad. Because not only was the ring, it was among other things, right? And, and she said, you just have to let it go and, and, and wish it well. And, and just like that, I, I felt very um, calm about the whole process. 
for, for months, I was so upset. I felt so sad, you know, that ring. I wore it when I, my happiest time in my life, my wedding, my children, you know, my, the birth of my children. But then I, I realized whoever took it, I hope, you know, there's so much love with that ring. I hope that person will, can feel the love. Wow, yeah. that's a very gracious way to look at a very painful situation. Yeah, yeah, and I want you know, and I and and I I share this with the children when that happened, for them to also um, learn that these things happen right in life, and you can't kind of dwell on something or hold on to some things when it's time. You know when it's time to let go, basically. And I, I let that go, and it's okay now. Yeah, yeah. very good lesson to learn. Yeah. It sounds like your mom is a very gracious and grounded yes, she is. force. She is. Absolutely, <laughs> isn't she, my love? Yeah. <laughs> Do you consider jewelry as an alternative investment? Why or why not? Sorry, I'm very old fashioned. Yeah, I mean, so no, old fashioned, some people do, but I yeah. just, I don't, I, I have had some very interesting discussion with people about this. Okay. And for me, I, I think I see it as very sentimental values. I buy it because I like it. I follow my heart. If I see something I like, the design and things, I will I will buy it. And I always think of it like it would. I will keep it for my children and the ne next generation, not like an investment that I'm going to, you know, sell it again. You know, sell it again one day for. So no, yeah. that's really refreshing because I think a lot of people have, for a while, were buying things like jewelry and art only to stash it away. Yeah. hide its beauty from the world, yeah. hide its sentimental value, yeah. only to see it as I mean, an there's investment. nothing wrong with it's it. Bit, and I think if you're good yeah. at it or you know, you know, you know what you're doing, that's fine. But I, I just, yeah. I, same as you say with art. My, my brother is an art collector and he mm -hmm. said to me many years ago, I said, how do you go into buying anything? He said, Astri, it's very simple. Follow your heart. See what you like. And, you know, that's, that's how, how it should be. And that's how we see with things as well when we buy precious things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's very refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Myla, when you grow up, what's, how do you want your jewelry collection to look like when you grow up? <laughs> if, you, okay, say, if you got your own jewelry box similar to your mom's, what would you fill that with? <laughs> That's a um, dangerous question. I know. <laughs> I'm basically writing her Christmas wish list for you. <laughs> a lot of um, diamonds and pearls. <laughs> and I really like, um, what is it called? The green one? Emerald? Yeah. <laughs> emerald. We love an emerald. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. But a lot of them, not like one. <laughs> You also like tiaras? Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't have them in my box. Because okay. that would be what I wear every day. <laughs> okay. I think we should normalize wearing tiaras every day. I mean, hey, why not? You know? Absolutely. Is there any shopping experience you guys have had together where you've shopped for jewelry and sort of... Um, yes. I mean, she, she she's my shopping buddy. So we'll kind of, you know browse and see what mommy likes and what Myla likes for Christmas or birthday <laughs> which is fun yeah yeah and you kind of say do you like this one she's like oh I like this one and one day I want this one mommy <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> and how much of your style would you say is inspired by your mom's style I think 50 percent 50 percent yeah 
because my other style, I think, came from when my dad was younger. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay, I want to hear about that. You see his really interesting style. <laughs> and, gonna love and, I love um, it. Yeah, but my mom also had really, really nice style when she was younger. Like, the style that I want, because she had all those things that I wanted, like the 2000s era, you know? She had really nice stuff from there. Can you describe, like, some of those things that you really liked? She had tracksuits. Me? <laughs> yeah, when, not, maybe not 2000s. And my dad had interesting stuff. You mean, like, J-Lo's? Yeah. Yeah, that one. J-Lo okay. style? Yeah. yeah. Early 2000s J-Lo is... That whole era is coming back, and I am absolutely Y2K, here for yeah. it. Y2K's back. And you were talking about your dad's style as well. Can you tell us about what his style was like? <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Really baggy jeans, you know, cargo pants, mm -hmm. like the really baggy ones. They're not cargo pants. They're just jeans, like, down to his, like, bum. <laughs> yeah, like low-rise jeans. <laughs> But really, really low. And baggy. And baggy, yeah. <laughs> I would say that's coming, that's making a comeback in New York. Everyone's wearing that in New it's York. It's true. They yeah. really are, though. Yeah. Wide leg pants. Mm. Can barely see the shoes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I have one pair, and it's my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really comfortable. Yeah. I like it. Um, I would say... When I'm with my mom, really classy and chic. <laughs> um, you guys like do make a very fashionable pair. <laughs> Thank you. With my family, very classy and chic. Mostly all the time because my closet's full of really nice stuff. But with my friends, I think I dress more streety? Street? Streetwear stuff. Mm. Yeah. Because it's... The trend, so I should follow the trend with my friends. <laughs> yeah, so she's very good, though. You know, she knows, like... The boundaries. The, yes. That's so good. she can wear certain things with her friends, but obviously not anything too revealing. Mm -hmm. But when she's with us, she she will have to dress up. And, mm -hmm. yeah, you're good about that, Look sweetie. Look presentable. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, like I said, you guys make a very fashionable oh, pair. thank you very, very much. Very stylish mother and daughter duo. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> This has been Decoding Brilliance, a Tatler Singapore podcast in partnership with Tiffany & Co. For more episodes on the illuminating realms of jewelry, the social impact of gems, innovative design, and masterful craftsmanship, please like and subscribe to our channels on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you!